What's up, everybody? Welcome to Moments with the Mobleys. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. Hey, guys. I'm his wife, Deidre. And we something like an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. Greetings, salutations, accolades. Excuse me, and a whole lot of blessings. You get a little slower every time we do that. It's all right. I got it. I got okay. it. I was just a little slow today, you know. It's Taco Tuesday. Are we having tacos, baby? I don't I don't want none. You said you don't want none? No, I don't. Oh. <laughs> you can go ahead and get y'all. You can go ahead and get you some tacos, but I don't, I don't, I don't. As you already think, you said your stomach have Mexican in it. <laughs> My stomach is all American. Your stomach is American? All American. You crazy. That's funny. So, the topic today, we're going to go ahead and jump into it. you Mexican when you want to be. Your stomach be Mexican when it want to be. Uh, You're selective. You're a little selective. That's what it is. Uh, My phone is doing these things where the, the messages that come in is like turning. It's so It's not downloading. It's is it right. time for an iPhone? I don't know. I don't think it's time for no. an iPhone. Okay. I'm just asking. I was just asking. Not on, not on my watch. Maybe I just need to reboot it. That might be. That probably was your kids it's clapping. That's fine. So all of them got an iPhone. Right. So they, I think that's what they're trying to tell us. So listen, guys. Um, yeah. yeah don't clap all y'all want. Ain't nobody getting no iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what they're trying to say, babe. Um, so, uh, what was we saying? You had a question pop up. Yeah, I did. And okay, word. so, did we tell patrons, hey, hey, patrons, hey, firesiders, firesiders. We need to start over firesiders, again. Firesiders, No, we don't. Because even if we already told them, I can tell them again. Mm. Mo. Yes. I love you. I love you too, Deidre. Why are we aggressive with each other? Mo. Yes. Why are we aggressive? We're not aggressive. You're a little aggressive with me. I'm not. You just ready to jump in? Yeah, because we supposed to start at 7 o'clock at 7.19. Oh, well, yeah. it was usually error. But it's okay, because we got it, y'all. You know that the streams keep on moving. So listen, um, um, my, um, let me make sure I have correct grammar. The, of course, y'all, y'all, you all know that, um, at this point, um, that we love what we do. We love to be able to help couples. Uh, we love to be able to help, uh, even if it's individuals, with uh, guys saying stuff. And um, to Johnny and asking him questions about relationships or whether it's about... Yes, baby. Can you turn the, the messages, the, the alerts and stuff down on your phone, please? Oh, yes, sir. Okay. Because okay. your phone just keep going off. Okay, and my apologies. You know I'm not used to having them up, but I kept it up. Um, yeah. And why is mine still on the daggone anyway? So the 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 one thing that fuels me, that motivates me, and not only me, but us, I will stay on task as well. Um, the thing that motivates us is when we get, we like the questions that come from online. Um, we like from the questions that come. Right, absolutely. From um, people who... You know, just wants to ask 
questions about relationships, about their personal relationships, about things that they may be um, dealing with with their spouse. But another type of way is to actually physically have somebody come up to me and ask me a question, you know, Mm. Um, because, of course, this is, you know, what kind of, you know, you have that one thing that kind of you the one thing that you would do even when you're like really, really tired and so for us, this is one of them, helping couples and engaging in conversations about relationships. And so um, a co-worker of mine, um, uh, she's newer to the to the company that I work for, but is becoming a friend, um, has become a friend. And she came up to me the other day and asked me a question. Uh, she was on with some women on a call that she does. And they asked about um, the S word. You want to tell them what the S word is? So the S, the S word is when you eat a little something and mess your stomach up. And then no, you... no, it's not. No, they ain't. <laughs> what are you playing? You're crazy. It's, it's, it's the submit Submission. Sub- Submission. Subhole mission. That was the word that um, that came up in our conversation. And I was like, ooh, girl, I'm glad you asked me that. I am glad you asked me about that. Because y'all know, ever since we have um, been on this podcast and talking about things, we have I have told y'all, and y'all know, that uh, Deidre is good old faithful, and I am a submissive wife. Aren't I, honey? You are. Am I still? Yeah, you don't think you are. Some days I feel like I be a little spicy with you. You do, but it's fine. It all come in the package. It I'll all? take it. Okay. At the end of the day, you still we still move. You move when I move, just like that. Yes, sir. So. Yeah, that was nice. You looking for some favors <laughs> tonight? Okay, I just asked. Um, and so, y'all, the lady came up to my desk. She came up to my desk and she wanted to talk about submission. Now she, she heard, you know, she's not married. However, she was, I think, speaking to some, some of the women who was on this conversation with her were. And so they had mixed feelings. She was like, this wasn't even the conversation, babe. She said, this was not even the conversation that the, the topic of the conversation for the evening, it just somehow veered over to submission. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, girl, well, when are y'all having that? Uh, meeting that meet up again because I'd like to be a part of it. So she was like, "Sure," but uh, we began the conversation, and then some. Um, we had actually had a client to come in, and so we had to uh, end the conversation. Mm. But I told her, I said, "Well, um, let's talk like on our break. Let's talk again because I want to finish this conversation." Well, um, at some point later in the day, she came and she brought me this piece of paper with like all these questions on it because um, she wanted answers. She was like, "Deidre, I had absolutely no." idea no way to truly like answer these questions and be confident that I was answering them you know like the right way with with um with you know with great great um I guess with without without having she she knows what the bible says about submission yeah. she knows the scripture of course but she didn't know enough about it she hadn't practiced it right um, I think in her marriage, because what I gather, we didn't really go into a whole lot of um, detail, but what I gather was she always had to be the one in the marriage who was the strong one That's or what, who carried. And, and most, so she never knew what submission looked like. So that wasn't a good 
that wasn't a good experience, I guess, for her. So she had no nothing to pull from. It should I let me say it like that? And so um, she said, most "Well, most women in marriages. So most women in marriages they take care of all the detailed stuff, and most men just go out work, bring the check home, and then I'm gonna say it, fall in line with the kids." Well, I don't think I don't even think that it was a matter of that. I think that she was the responsible one in the marriage, okay, and had to actually well, carry that's, it. I, yeah, I, that's the same thing yeah. I said. It just responsible one take care of the detail stuff, and the man make the money to make sure the house is the the, the monetary part is there, uh-huh. and then she makes sure it goes towards everything. Some men are good at that, um, and it's vice versa. But go ahead, yeah. And so um, that's what we're talking about tonight, y'all. We're talking about submission. We're talking about it all um, because she gave me quite an extensive list, um, <clears throat> which I'm still working on because I want to actually put answer the questions that she's asked me. And she gave me a, 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 a side one, a page one and a page two. So I'm answering that, you know, slowly because I want to give her a thorough and accurate information and she's going to share it with the ladies when they talk again. Okay. Um, so I was even honored that she, you know, asked me that question. Excuse me. So like, you know, what is submission? Um, she said, um, is it, you know, like what is honoring your husband? And I'm just going to give you shoot out a, a few questions. Um, and then we can get into it. Okay. Um, she was like, um, so, you know, is submission freedom for the woman or is it bondage? And in in what way? And um, they, they were talking about honoring your husband and submission to your husband, you know, respecting your husband, how and why. And I think, um, and of course, it goes into the benefits of it and Bible, what the Bible says about it, um, which, that, of course, that's a lot of stuff that I read. But she said, let me give you this piece of it. And then you can say, you know, you can jump in. She was saying a lot of the women that were on the call were like, submit. I'm not submitting to no man. I'm not. Um, I think what 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 kind of took it that in, into that place was the fact that I came to work um, that particular last last week. I came to work and you all I don't know. Some of you probably or may may or may not have noticed that um, I was wearing individual lashes and I have um, removed them. Um, and so, um, I am growing my, my natural lashes out because at one point I had, you know, long, nice lashes. And so Johnny expressed to me a few times, he was like, babe, you know, Johnny's the type of husband to where, you know, I'm, I'm free to be me. He doesn't, you know, try to make me or, you know, smother me to say you need to wear your hair like this or you need to wear your hair like that or you need to you know dress like this or dress like that I am free to express who I am and so you know he he does you know from time to time say well baby you know I do like your hair like this or I do like your hair like that or I will even ask him babe what do you think about this or what do you think about that but the ultimate decision um he does leave to me and so, but I've heard him say several times, like, I really don't, I don't, I think you're beautiful without those lashes on, with your natural lashes and everything like that. And I've listened, you know, um, I still warm and I just kind of got tired lately, you know, of doing that whole thing. And so I decided that I'm going to, was, was going to take the singles off and I was going to go ahead and maybe do strips from time to time if, 
you know, that wouldn't damage my natural, uh, make sure it wouldn't damage my natural lashes. But at any rate, um, she was a little, she was a little shocked, I think, to see me like without lashes, you know? Yeah. Um, and she was like, cause you just always come to work when you come to work, like your, you know, nails are on point, your lashes are done, your hair is done, the colors you wear, you just, you know, you're a, you know, a beautiful person. And I was like, well, I appreciate that. And then I, but then I told her my reasoning now for taking them off. And then I just decided that I wanted to give it a break. Um, and I am going to get some glasses and for me to wear the lashes that I was wearing as well as wearing glasses, it just wasn't working. Yeah. And so, um, so some of the questions, babe, um, as I stated was, uh, what exactly is submission? Um, you want, you want it from my point of view? Yeah. Give it from your point of view because you, you, when we talked about it the other night a little bit, you gave it very, um, it was very well worded how you gave it to me. What made me really dig into it was um, when Deidre told me that she's going to follow me as I follow Christ. I didn't, I, I really didn't comprehend exactly what that statement meant or the responsibility that it had. Um, but then once I started, I got in my word and, and found out. And then I read some other uh, reliable resources that really gave gave me clarity on it so i can read you know from different places of what it is but i'm gonna just give you my my version of what it is so me me being able to have my wife and my kids at that time follow me as a leader first of all i had to understand that i was a leader not a dictator so it wasn't about me being a boss it wasn't about me you know, telling them what to do, appointing them, uh, you know, dictating to them. It was about me leading. So it was about me leading to edify not only myself, but my wife and my children, too. So all of our paths are are different, but it's the same. So with me and my wife, we have had something that we had to build that we had to move forward to doing so we had to continue to make sure that ingredient came to the same place that we were moving forward. But at the same time, we had children who had who were still in the process of figuring out who they what their identity was and what their purpose was and all these different things. So we had to make sure we groomed them in that those areas, not making them follow us, but giving them the confidence and the reassurance and the support to figure out who they were as individuals. Now, make no mistake about it. Being a head of household is no joke because like I said, it's not about dictating, but about being a leader. Mm -hmm. And if you're a good leader, then your influence will carry on even when your children leave the home. Right. So and if you if you are over the top influencer when they get married or, you know, when they get married to their spouse, you know, and they have children, then your influence, not a whole lot, but it's still it's still ways in their life. So my whole thing with 
my wife submitting to me was it was stressful and a lot of pressure in the beginning. But what, yeah. <laughs> what I realized was my my responsibility and my goal, my job was to break down doors that my family can get in and then they stand on my shoulders to have an easier way to get to a platform. And if you were to look into my life and see my wife and my children and what they're doing now, you will see that that is what it is. It mm-hmm. only thing that I'm I'm here to do is be a leader. So you know, I, I wrote a book. My wife, she's she's written one book and she's been a part of two two other books. Mm-hmm. So me breaking down that barrier, you know, I got son in loves who are, are writing books, who creating and developing. And, you know, I'm not saying that I put that in them, but they have the courage to say, you know, if something is that close to me that I can touch it and he doing it, then I should be able to do it, too, with no problem. Mm-hmm. So that's the seed that you sow. My job, my wife submitting to me, the benefits of that for her is not that her dreams and her goals are just died off and is, is killed. That means... Her doing, her submitting to me gives me the responsibility to make sure what she wants to do is easy. The platform is easy and she got many benefits to her dreams and her visions as well. So what a lot of people get when a lot of women, they feel some kind of way about submission because they feel like, you know, submission is me being... A, ruling a, me. Yeah, somebody ruling yeah. me and being. And then a lot of men don't understand. It. Right. So right. when a lot of men don't understand it and they don't know their identity or their purpose or they're not trying to even go that direction, what happens is they just think that they're a boss and a dictator. Mm-hmm. So it's not about telling your kids to take out the trash or clean up or do chores. That's not what it's about. It's not about you telling your wife, this is what we're going to do, this is what not we're going to do. It's about you being a great leader and understanding and knowing the direction that your family is supposed to go and the detailed stuff that each lane takes. Listen, being a a head of household is, is, is not easy, but every man who has a family can do it because you've already been equipped with it. You just don't have the understanding and the clarity of it. Right. And that's the problem. Right. It's the understanding and the clarity in the relationship for a man and a woman to move as a team with the same rhythm. That's the issue. That's the issue. So for me, you telling me to submit, it wasn't me saying when you told me you was going to submit to me as you, you go follow me as you follow God, as I follow God. It wasn't me saying, yeah. Yeah, you better recognize I'm the man. You, you bow down. Yeah. yeah, that was what it was about. Right. It was about like Joker. You talk about to follow me, so I need somewhere to go. Yeah, and I have to connect to you. Yeah, so I can lead them as you, you know, as you would want me to. Yeah. Let me put a, a quick piece in there um, with what you said. It says um, we're pulling from a couple different places tonight, and. Please understand me. We probably won't get through all of this because the topic of submission is so broad. But um, an excerpt out of Focus on the Family says, a closer look at scripture when it comes to, of course, we know the scripture is talking about um, 
you know, wives for wives to um, respect your husbands. Husbands love your wives as yeah. Christ loved the church. And it's saying um, through scripture, it shows the full picture of marriage um, of a marriage relationship that mirrors the love between Christ and his church. Okay. When a husband submits to the Lord, leading his wife with a servant's heart and nurturing her God given talents, she can confidently submit to him, lean on him and trust his covering that will always be relevant. And so I think it takes it to a point of, because it says she can lean on him, trust his covering, and trust that he is daily um, tapping into what the Lord wants him to do, you know, as being the leader of that family. Now, get this. We can say this confidently now, but when we were first married, we couldn't say this. And that's what a lot of people, um, I think, um, don't really think about when it comes to this, that this is not something I think it would be if. You know, you started out, we know where you both maybe were in the church and had a really, you know, a solid relationship with Christ. And maybe you had great godly, you know, premarital counseling or coaching and were taught the principles of submission and stuff like that, babe. But uh, the truth is a lot of people don't have that to their advantage. And that wasn't that wasn't our that wasn't our story, because in all actuality, you there has to be a, a certain level of. Of of trust, and I'm talking about like trust, my Holy Spirit trust, and your Holy Spirit, like a uh, uh, a trust of that of this whole of you of you covering our family, if that makes sense. And when we first got married, you know, I know that I loved you, and you know, you knew that you loved me. But as far as me being submiss submitted, it was like I was looking at your flesh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The moves that you made. I wasn't looking. And to be honest, there was nobody there saying, are you being a submissive wife to your husband? You know, I just knew that I wanted, you know, our marriage and I and I loved you and we had a family. And, you know, I trusted you, you know, to an extent, I trusted you that you would not hurt us. So that basically that's what it was. I trusted you because I loved you. You know, yeah. Um, you were you were it for me, and as far as I knew, I was it for you, and so I trusted that you wouldn't do anything to hurt us, that you would lead us right. But then when you weren't on a path to where you were, you know, cultivating a relationship with Christ and was doing, you know, like some crazy stuff at one point, I was like, wait, 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 where he leading us? <laughs> you know, where where he going? And you know, Lord, am I supposed to be following him, even though? You know, he he you know, he going to different places or he he doing different things that it don't sit well with me. And now we have, you know, strife and we have confusion in our house and we have all these things that are coming into our house. And how do I, you know, not that it was at the top of my list, but I was just looking at you on a natural level, you know? Yeah. Um, and then when when the trust was broken, it was really it was really hard. Yeah. Because you you find a lot of women who don't trust their husband in the natural, who don't see them, you know, whether in and, and nine times out of ten, you know, he may not have a relationship. If she doesn't have one, it seems like that kind of makes the situation even worse. Because at least if you have one of you in the house who is, you know, has a has a uh uh active you know a very active uh relationship with the lord and and is praying about how you want you to lead your family and maybe the other spouse is not there yet at least maybe one spouse can pray the other one in 
But at some point, you know, we knew what it was to be married. I'm sorry. We knew what it was to be in the church, but we didn't know about real relationship. So for us that this came over time, uh, you know, us being submitted once we got under teaching where this was taught and, and, you know, biblical teaching where this was taught about the benefits, because even though back in the day, I didn't know the benefits of, of truly everything surrounding being a submissive wife. I, when I knew better and when we knew better, we did better. And it's not, you know, as my friend, you know, was asking me, it's for me, it is freedom. It's not bondage for me because not only do I trust you as the Johnny I know um, and as the Johnny that, you know, I've loved for so long, I trust the God in you. And I trust that you cultivate, that you seek God daily for direction for our family. And so that's what, that's what, you know, I didn't come to you saying, well, you know, Johnny, I bow down to you and I'm going to do what you want me to do forever and ever and all these things. No, because you, you, you both. For, you know, for a while. But like I said, I, there, there, there were a lot of trust issues there. So I couldn't see myself, you know, saying that I was submitted to your leadership. Because what I was seeing, to me, it wasn't good leadership. But that's, and I'm just being honest. But that's, and that's the thing. When you see with your eyes, the one thing that you say, said about me that you made a decision on that I was going to be your husband was you married potential. You saw what I was going to be in the future. Mm-hmm. But at this point now, you tell everybody, don't do that. Don't do it, Especially girl. not now. Uh-huh. But So you saw something in me. I, I, Most men, when a wife submits to a man, most men don't respond in a healthy way because, one, they don't know who they are. Mm-hmm as far as their identity and two, they don't, they don't know what they were created to do on this earth. So when a man's still trying to figure out stuff and now you married and now you got children and now you got bills and now you got all this stuff, it can become overwhelming for him. So what usually happens is he's just trying to do what makes him feel good Mm -hmm. or in that comfortable place of him feeling like a man, regardless of what that is. Now, so some of that stuff is, is not healthy for the relationship or the marriage. Um, and it's not even healthy for them. Mm-hmm. But they do it to try to hold on to their sanity. Yeah. But I challenge every man when you when your wife's if when your wife submits to you to go into that scary and uncomfortable place. And what I mean by that is going to the scary, uncomfortable place and then then draw to Christ to and ask him to introduce you to the you he created you to be and not the you that mom and them said you was and, and your environment and your culture and where you grew up said you are yeah. and you just all over the place and you're not comfortable with that no more. Then you get exposed to a little bit something more as you get older. You have to really grab a hold of who you are on this earth and be confident in it and then what your purpose is will hit more solid. Now, some people find their purpose without finding their identity. When I, and I always say that's still that's still a mistake because if you know your purpose but you don't know your identity, then you can be pushed all over the place. Mm-hmm. Because just because you're good at something don't mean that's your purpose. Mm-hmm. 
So your purpose is the thing that you can do. And Dieter said in the beginning, the thing that you can do every day, all day, that takes little or no effort. And it makes an impact in people's lives. You can do it for free. You can do it all day long, whatever it is. That's the one thing that you can do. Yeah. So that's what you've been born to do. A lot of people don't believe that that some of the stuff that they've been born to do and some people still trying to figure it out. But if you don't, if you got your purpose, if you feel like you got your purpose and you don't have your identity, then that's still an issue because just because you're good at something don't mean that's what you were created to do on this earth. Yeah. I'm good at a lot of different things, but it don't satisfy my soul period. So me moving forward, being impactful, um, it, it really means it really means a lot, and it gives me life. And that's something else. When you're doing something that you may call to do, man, it gives you complete life, energy. You don't exert no type of energy or any. I mean, I'm telling you, it gives that to you. But but stepping back into what we're talking about about the submission. A lot of people, because of the clarity, a lot of people don't understand what submission is. Um, and I can I can say the way some men, the way some men use the Bible and to fit their the fit their the, needs the custom and, make it to their <laughs> needs. Oh yeah, what favors get, them? Yeah. So what they try to do is to empower themselves or have authority over their spouse by using God's word. Right. And when but they, they misusing God's right, word. Right, yeah. right, right, right. All right, this right. stuff is to work the good, to work together for the good yeah. of not only you, but those who love the law. So it's it's not created for that. So if you feel like you're in bondage because you submitted to your husband and your husband is is doing some foolishness then it's probably because you are in bondage and yeah. your husband using the word of god and scripture and, in the yeah, wrong context, the wrong context. To favor them. let me say a couple of things right here because you brought that up as far as what it actually means um it 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 submission points to to one the spiritual significance of marriage with saying that it isn't like you I'm glad you just said that, Mo. The relation, the, because submission and marriage, the relationship isn't of the husband is the master and then the wife is the servant, but it's of lover and beloved. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And with the love, with 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 um, with Christ being the lover, you know, and then the church being His beloved, the husband being the lover, and then the wife being the beloved. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So you fit into that. Because the Lord gave it as he wants your marriage to mimic the love of, you know, the same same lineage of the love that he has for the church. OK. Yeah. Um, second of all, it's saying that, you know, we both have equal worth. You know, that's the significant another significant, excuse me, of submission that we as men and women, we have equal worth and it becomes a hot topic or, a, you know, a, a, a term or a conversation that hits people's buttons because they are viewing it in that servant that master servant yeah. perspective versus 
going and looking it up and reading and getting knowledge about what, you know, what it was actually created for. Okay. Um, uh, the next thing women and men are, we are different. We're wired differently. I look to Johnny for, um, you know, for him to love me, for him to, you know, I feel secure when I'm with him. All those things that I need for him. I'm, I'm, you know, he is my, he is my, my place of peace, but also he looks to, for me, he looks to me, sorry. He looks to me for that, you know, he thrives when I, when he knows and feels that he's respected and that he's loved and that he's, um, you know, encouraged. And these are things that we, we've gotten so intertwined that we, we try to make sure intentionally on a daily basis that we're doing for each other in our marriage. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's not just about you as the wife giving, giving, giving because the Lord has placed the man as the head over the household. Because guess what? When Johnny wins, I win. That's, That's just like he was saying be. about knocking these doors down for me, for me to walk through and for our children and, and their children and their children to walk through period. So it's not a, a, a term of, um, a term of bondage as some of the women were talking about on here, but it's a, it is a place of, of freedom because now, even though our marriage have, has gone through the things that it's gone through, um, we're even stronger now because the Lord did a new thing in our marriage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so when that happened, all the things that needed to be in place that weren't in place, um, are now in place yeah. and they've only gotten stronger. So we may be different as women, men and women. Um, it says, and it says, like just what I said, the sexes have different needs for love and respect. Men need to feel respected by their wives. Women need to feel loved by their husbands, period. Um, biblical submission is a response to biblical headship. If you are in, I think, I think the one, the one thing that I truly thank God for a babe is the fact that he met you where you were, that I stopped trying to make you have a relationship with Christ. Because you was trying. Because hard. I was trying. And that's what we as women, we can't do. Because the more that we do it, the more that I tried to do it, the further it kind of pushed him away. Because I would try with my tricks and my schemes and I need you to go to church with me because the kid's not going to keep still. And I need you to do this and all this stuff or whatever. But and once she I, even got to the place to where she said, well, you the head of the house. Yeah, and so we, if, if, if you go to hell, we go all to going hell, to hell. We go just all go to hell. <laughs> and I'm like, what? What? What is that to say? What is that to say? But I said it because I wanted him to that was fall in love forcing, with Christ. Right. Yeah, forcing me to go. I wanted you to fall in love with Christ as I had fallen in love um, with Christ. Um, and for me that, you know, of course the Lord did what he needed to do in me. Um, and led me to the book, uh, the, the, uh, you know, yes, the Jesus. power of a praying wife. If you don't have it, women, I suggest it. It's going to bless your life. Um, but it helped me really like back up. And it literally, that book literally slapped me in my face and punched me in my gut to say like, you want him to fall in love, love with Christ as you have, but your journey was your journey, sis. And the Lord, you know, came and met you where you were and drew you to him. Now, why don't you think that that same God that, you know, came and found you can't do the same for him? 
And so I begin to back up and pause and pray and, you know, say, Lord, I do. I do want my family to I want you to lead my husband and lead our family. And and I want us to go to church together. I want us to worship together. And I want all these things. And so I had to get in a posture of prayer when it came to that. And but when he did it, Jesus, <laughs> he did it. So um, that's just a little um, just a little uh Note right there for you, ladies. It says biblical submission allows a wife to confidently follow her husband's leads. There are times when even now when um, and if I can be, you know, if you will allow me to be very transparent about, you know, that sometimes things are a little cloudy for you. Yeah. When it comes to leading your family, because Johnny, Johnny is a thinker and he wants to be. He he's thinking about all the scenarios of woulda, you know, woulda, coulda, shoulda, and all these things, and trying to make sure that he's hearing what the Lord is saying, the moves for us to make, and all these things. And so, as his helpmate, as his wife, I'm there to say, babe, listen, if you hear the Lord saying this, that, or the other, you know, I know we've already talked about it. I gave you my opinion. I said what I thought. We probably talked about it some more. But if the Lord is leading you to go. Um, in another way, point point in case, yeah, of course, I won't share everything that, you know, went with it. But there was so, there was a big decision that we had to make um, a few weeks ago and up until maybe last week. Yeah, I think it was about last week. And, you know, both I think both of us toiled with it for a minute. And you told me your concerns at one point and I tried to, you know, give it to you from a different perspective. Yeah. And you pondered on that. You prayed about that and everything. But the final thing that you came back to me and said is, you know, this is what the Lord said. Yeah. And I listen, y'all, I wasn't trying to say, well, you sure he said it? Uh, you you sure he said it like that? Because of sometimes our 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 will wants the things to go our way. Yeah. And at that point, I had to say, if that's what he said, then that's what we're doing. Yeah. And I'm glad that we are in this space, but understand that it does take, um, it's, it's like this, if I could put it in a visual, Christ, you're submitting to him. And then here I am submitting to you. Yeah. It's all connected. It's all connected. It's it's like a, it's It's how he planned it. Yeah. It's like a line. It's like a, it's like a water line. If, if, if you, if you don't have the right part hooked up to this line then you might get some water but you're not about to get all the water yeah you know and and the goal is for you to receive everything you're supposed to get yeah absolutely to be able to make decisions and stuff absolutely so, yeah I, I i i'm in no way i'm humbled i'm humbled that you know even the more as the years we we keep going on that you still submitted to me um, it's not as much pressure as it was before because my relationship with God has grown. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's still it's still a little heat every now and then. I know. But at the end of the day, it and I'm gonna tell you something. The, you submitting to me, like that part, literally pushes me closer to God because when I don't know the answers, I have to go to Him. Yeah, I ain't got no choice. Yeah. I'm a smart dude, so yeah. I can figure stuff out and make stuff work and tweak it. Right. And then we can get in there, and I'll be like, yeah, let's go. Oh, it ain't work as long as I thought it was going to work. So I wind up having to go back to God. Right. But for that moment, I do it. But it's sometimes, like, I'll be like, I'll be like, yeah, girl, I'm. Uh, so you know what you go, I got you. 
I'd be like, all right, Lord. I don't know this one. I just don't know. So it, 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 and he it's can work important. with that though, baby. Yeah, and I, I mean, it's important. It's, it's nothing that I've ever went to him and asked or needed advice or needed insight or direction or whatever. He hasn't led to me. And a lot of times, let me tell you something. Eighty percent of the times when this stuff happened, it's something that I already knew. Mm-hmm. But I was trying to, I was trying to work it in my mind because I can comprehend it in my mind. Mm-hmm. But what he was telling me to do just didn't make sense. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to move. I'm gonna read this little part. Okay. Um, biblical submission in a marriage is a wife making a choice not to overly resist her husband's will. This is not to say that she cannot disagree with him or that she cannot express her feelings. Mm -hmm. Indeed, a wife who practices submission is by definition, a woman with strength of character. She will therefore usually have her own opinions and ideas about issues. These may often be difficult to the opinions of her husband, but she can express her opinions and ideas respectfully without belittling or without disrespecting confrontation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In fact, it might sometimes, in fact, it might sometimes be wrong for her not to express her opinion. That's a, that's a very important part. Mm -hmm. In fact, it might be sometimes wrong for her not to express her opinion. She is ordained by God to be her husband's helper, not his doormat. By expressing Mm -hmm. her opinions, giving advice, and offering suggestions, she will be an invaluable partner to her husband. Mm -hmm. So some women do want to say stuff to their husband, Mm -hmm. but their husband don't don't create a inviting or receiving space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of that. Yeah. And I my my suggestion to that is say it anyway. Say it, say it anyway. It, look, everybody needs help with something. Mm-hmm. And I take a lot of advice from my wife. It's stuff that I hear that is clear. And I say, this is what we're doing. Right. And we move on it. And there's some things I hear and... Uh, and you struggle. And I have to yeah, ask. Yeah. So it, it's it's different things. I'm not, I don't go to my wife and say, this is what we're doing. No hands down, this not this. I go to my wife and I say, babe, this is a, this scenario I think we need to look at. Mm-hmm. And then we look at right. it and then immediately when God tell me that and it's clear to me, then it immediately agrees with your spirit. Right. And you tell right. me that. Right. I agree with that. Yeah. So we yeah. move forward. It's not that I'm looking for... It's not that I'm looking for her. How can I say this without sounding crazy? It's not that I'm looking for her. Okay. But we're a team in this. Yeah. So if I move on something and I don't include you into it, let me, let me say it like this. If I move on something and I don't, if I move mm-hmm. in something and I don't include my wife in on the plan, then that leaves a gate for the enemy to come in. So if I move on a plan, moving our family forward, and she just know we're moving forward, she has no idea of the detail of the plans of nothing that we're doing, then the enemy can come in and slide in. All he needs is a crack, y'all. Mm-hmm. So he can come in and slide in and... Make that thing foggy. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So when I begin to make decisions, because when a plan goes forward, when I make a plan and I go forward with it, every decision is not mine to make. That's why I got to help make. So when I make, when the vision is there and I, I hit the vision and I say, this is what we're doing, mm-hmm. then a lot of the detail stuff has to come from my helpmate. It ain't all for me to make the decision. Mm-hmm. So, but if I don't let her, if I don't, if I make the decision that she just don't know, and I say, hey, we're making a right right here. We we going this way. And then she like, oh, okay, what you know, why are we going this way? Submit, submitted women ask questions. If their husband is leading in a reckless prideful way, egotistical they ask questions because at the end of the day if we all in the boat together and i'm not doing the boat right and you see something that i don't see and you just say well i'm gonna submit to my husband because he said that don't mean you ain't gonna drown yeah if the boat go on then you drown and because you submissive that ain't what is the bible clearly says a submissive woman is that's not a sign of weakness. That's a sign That's of a strength. Sign of strength. Yeah. That we are a team yeah. and we moving forward. Yeah. And it's not that I don't have an opinion or I can't say my opinion. Cause you very well know I said, babe, let's let's talk about let's talk about this or let's talk about that. And I said, well, this is how I see it. You know, this situation that we had a few weeks ago. And I said, well, babe, maybe try to look at it from this perspective. And you say, yeah, I will. And I said, well, of course, we don't have to make the decision today. We still we're still waiting on some more information yeah. to come in, and that's this, right. that's a perfect example yeah. of the vision. What we say we was gonna do is not sitting well with me, yeah. But you were still good with it, yeah. You was like, yeah, I think we need it because this is what will happen, yeah. And I went and I was like, nah, we got to be good stewards over this, yeah. You know, some of the stuff yeah. that we received in this particular thing is unheard of, yeah. So for us to just give it away. I was like, yeah. yeah. And, and you know, we had certain guidelines. We say, okay, if we hit this out of these three things, if we hit, you know, this and this, you know, we want to hit all three. But if we get two out of three, we'd be good. We're going to make this Then decision. we stopped it at. If we get one, one out of three, we'll be, we'll be good. good. We'll make a yes. And this yeah. way, if we wasn't getting none of what right. we said we was going right, to do. Right, right, but right. I'm like, you know, that at that point, I'm like, why are we still entertaining this? Yeah. You yeah. know, we know we can get what we want to get in this situation. We just got to wait our time, wait for the moment yeah. and move. But and we can't compromise yeah. because of what we want. Um, I think you just touched on one of the things. Another one, some, one of the questions that the ladies were, were asking was, um, like, some women have been in a relationship where they have somewhat, I guess, you know, tried to be submissive. And unfortunately, the husband abused that whole concept of it. So now they're single women and they're dealing with trust issues. They're not going to be vulnerable because they're not going to be hurt again by another man. They're not going to submit themselves to a man because, you know, the first man literally abused it. You know what I'm saying? may not have abused them as far as, you know, physical or verbal abuse. But and then some of them, some of some of them have had that situation happened so now they're even leery about you know some of them are even leery about marriage because of what they experienced in the first part and one of the the 
stars that she put in one of the, the comments was, I don't feel safe. I feel vulnerable if I'm not in control. I can't seem to trust my spouse or anyone enough to take care of me and protect me. And unfortunately, that's because of residue from the previous relationship yeah. when like you said a man wasn't even sure of who he was so how in the world could he submit to god and lead his family when he had no clue of who he was there was no you know no active relationship with him pursuing christ to learn how to lead his family so it didn't it, it didn't you know it never happened and so that that all that residue there, and I think that's what was going on with a lot of these women. Like they may know what the Bible says about it, and I think these were with some women who, you know, do are Christians. Like yeah. we're Christians, we 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 know what the Scripture says. However, this is what we've experienced in in like our regular life. When I had my marriage, and he abused the fact that the Lord let him put him, you know, as over the ho- head of the household, and you know, some of them have deal with dealt with. Um, you know, just uh, uh, different level levels of abuse as well. And so all that stuff, um, of course, it would need to be healed before you even considered going into another marriage. You know what I'm saying? Because if if not, there'll be scorned and bitter women who probably will never marry because they have been. Abused. Abused in that relationship. Again, not it may not even have been physical, but just the maybe verbal or the mental or the way he treated um, her when it came to. Because he, again, like you said at the beginning, there was a, the whole concept was taken out of proportion. Yeah. And it gave, it put, it sent him on an ego trip because he didn't know who he was. And so now they're at a point when they heard my friend tell the story of me, including that you had mentioned about, you know, um, my regular lashes, them feeling like, well, you know, well, you know, and she just, you know, she just, she took them off because of that. And she did this because of this and, you know, this because of that. And I had to explain to her, you know, my husband has never been that type of person. No. Even when, you know, I technically was like, man, I'm not following this boy here. Cause he ain't got a clue about what he doing. You know, this week, you know, we fine and we, you know, paying the bills the next week. He worked hard and he he about to take this money and do what he want to do. But even in that, that was a part of learning, you learning and you growing and me learning yeah. and me growing. And so we we went through, I think, all the phases of it. Um, And again, like I said, thank God that uh, we are where we are and we're able to verbalize and I'm able to say it like and not be afraid or not look at it as you know like this uh <laughs> this cuss word that I say that I'm a submitted wife a sub- me being submitted submitted to my husband as he stated before um you know he he makes decisions and I benefit from him in this marriage in your marriage if this ain't happening as far as he winning means y'all winning or me you know winning or gaining some type of you know notoriety or getting checks or doing whatever find you know success coming and favor and all these things if y'all not looking at it as the two of y'all are one and if he win I'm winning and if I'm if I win he winning then something is obviously wrong let me let me give you a piece of what you said about um when things aren't as they should be yeah. With that, with submission. If a wife believes that her husband is misusing his role and won't listen to her concerns, um, 
you know, they said, uh, I'm on focus on the family.com. One of our uh, sites that we, we, we go to, um, that's a sign that something's wrong. It says a woman is y'all women. Please listen to this in all things. Women, we are first and foremost responsible to God. If you care about your marriage, your family, your community relationships with the Lord, you, it says a woman doesn't submit mindlessly to every decision her husband makes. Mm-hmm. Submission and obedience aren't necessarily the, the same thing. Um, it's just saying it, it. It's just saying what it's saying. You you still have a mind, and if you blatantly know that your husband is being reckless and egotistical and all these things, just like Johnny say, and y'all about to. <laughs> go over the cliff so you just ain't gonna say nothing it, submission don't mean that we're stupid let that marinate <laughs> it just means that again now we're at the point to where and this for us this is something that happened gradually for us and I'm glad that it did because once the trust was built up back up um, after infidelity and everything was the Lord was literally putting the pieces of our marriage and and not to put it put it back together to make it something that we had before, but he breathed on it a new thing, a new life on it. The what it was supposed to be. Yeah, absolutely. I mean let me tell you something. When when you're moving through life and, and people can say what they want to say about, you know, God and their relationship with God and you know, God ain't never showed up in my life and everything. If you still on this earth and you breathing right now, then that's God's grace and mercy. But w- w- first, let me say this. I tell my wife that she don't need no enhancements to her body to make her beautiful. She's already beautiful. Now, when she wants to do enhancements, I'm I'm fine with that. But I'm going to encourage her. You don't need nothing to make you beautiful. You are beautiful. Now, I lay that seed for her to do what she want to do with that. But what I'm not going to do is if these people stop making lashes, then she thinking she just ain't going to never be beautiful again. Or these people stop doing making wigs or weave or whatever for women that people just think if some people will lose their mind because they put everything on the way they look on all the stuff that they add to their body. Mm-hmm. And if this stuff does not, if this stuff goes away, it's some people won't, it's some women won't even come out their house because of they, they afraid of what people go say about they look. That's not what I want for my wife. Yeah. That's not what well, I again, want. You know, that ain't she, your wife. She, yeah. So <laughs> at this point in time, I'm going to always tell my wife, baby, you can get up out the bed, brush your teeth, wash your face, walk out the door. You good. You beautiful. You runway model. Good. Now, here's the thing. It doesn't matter what other people think because all they see is the outside. What what it matters is what I think. The people that's in Dita Circle that understands who she is as a woman and what she brings to this. So it, it don't even matter what people think outside of this. And that's why I lay that foundation, not only for my wife, for my kids. I even tell my son and my son in laws even do the exact same thing for their wives. So this is not something that 
that is this is very very intentional because if this is what i mean by if you don't know your identity that It'll have you moving to and fro. Crazy. It'll yeah. have you all over the place yeah. because the world said you need to wear these lashes. And now your lashes need to be long as fingers. And now you need to cut them down and they need to be long as thumb. Now you need to put red on one eye, black. I'm telling you, it's people that follow every trend of everything that the world says. Mm. That's their entire life. Yeah. And that's not what I want for my wife. So thank God my wife is in a place now that she understands and she comprehends and she knows she's solid about who who she is as a woman and who she is to me. And that's what matters to her. So when I give advice like that, when I say little nuggets like that, it's not me saying, hey, I need you to take these eyelashes. That's not what I say. I say, babe, you know you're beautiful without those. You don't you don't need them on. And she tell me, I know. I said, okay, I just want you to know that. And then she makes the decisions, you know, when, whenever, however. So it's not me, it's not me dictating to her what needs to happen. It's me laying foundation to let her know you are beautiful without the add-ons and the excessive of other stuff that people that's not that's not who you are. So I wanted to put that in there. Now, as far as what you said about the women who've been in marriages with husbands mm-hmm. and they pretty much mm-hmm. exploited, you know, the whole head of household thing. Um, it, it's a lot of different things I can say about this. For one, so the, the world the world is like this. We all make decisions about all kind of stuff about our lives and then once we get into it and it start getting real funky, then we want to add God into it and ask God to do certain things. Mm-hmm. So when you get married, you you find a man or you find a woman, they find, they this, they that. Just the looks that get it. And then all the other stuff is added into it. But you meeting people representative. So once you say, this the man for me or this the woman for me, you get married. Never said nothing to God. Never mm-hmm. had consulted God or nothing, Mm -hmm. but then you move forward. Now you find out this man ain't had no money. His credit jacked up. Um, He can't read, but he fine. He put it down in the bed, you know, all this other stuff. But then you find out all these other things about him. Now you in a marriage with four kids Mm -hmm. and now you like, Oh God, I need you. And God like, yeah, I was trying to tell you not to do that. (laughs) But you ain't consulted me. You did what you wanted to do. What you wanted and then you to add, do. And that's how the world Listen, is. I ain't gonna let it kill you, Listen, but you got to reap them consequences. Let me tell you something. This is how the world is with everything. And this is how this is how some of our decisions was making. People, you know, they, they don't they don't get married first. They move in. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't they don't get married and get marriage counseling. They move in, have babies, and then they try to get marriage counseling, and then they try to add God in at the end. Mm-hmm. They, that's how they do it. That's and that's what I mean by you not putting your you not you not connecting the lines correctly. Mm-hmm. So you getting where you supposed to be getting one thousand percent of water, you getting like twenty percent. But because you getting wet, you just think you good. Because every now and then you get a call or every now and then you get a bonus at your job or every now and then you get this or did that and you feel like we go make it. We good. We go do good. And that's not that's not how you're supposed to be living. 
So with these women who had marriages, and I'm not saying that that's what they did, but that who had marriages, who husbands were not good leaders, and now they're they're traumatized by submission. My my suggestion to you is that you need to go and you need to you need to get healing from God. That's where you who you need to submit to right now. Mm -hmm. That's where you and need to go. And a therapist if you need one. And, and, and mm -hmm. grow your relationship with Him. Mm -hmm. And then when you're doing that, he will supply all your needs, which means he will send you your husband. Mm -hmm. The guy who does love God, who does, does lo will, love will be a Christ leader, will do all this stuff. Yeah. You can't you can't fall in love with who you want to fall in love mm. and then pray to God to change him to be we. And that's not his process. Lord, you're a ma magician. Change him. Yeah, that's not I his process. Yeah. Me and your relationship was what it was. It's certain things that had to happen. And yeah, you have unique situations. Mm -hmm. Ours was a unique situation. Yeah. For a lot of different reasons. Um, but when you don't have that unique situation and you have all this, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm telling you, you can't do it like that. So the women who have been hurt by submit, because there's no way you can get married. There's no way you can be married, get married, and don't submit to your husband and then expect for y'all to grow in, in a, a meaningful way. I, I promise you, and, and I'm saying this with confidence, I promise you, it's people that put on a look and put on a show. They got money. They got fame. They got all these different things. Mm -hmm. But they traumatized by all kinds of different things as individuals that they did not, did get not deal with. They yeah. did not deal with. But they feel like if they lock it in the basement, that it's going to go away. And I promise you, anything that you compartmentalize and put in a room, it's going to outgrow that room. And sooner or later, it's going to show up in all the areas of your life. Mm -hmm. and I promise you that. And that's why you see a lot of people with a lot of money doing all this stuff and they just unhappy. Yeah. That's why you yeah. see people who got a bunch of money, success, they actors, they rap, whatever they are. And then you find out they kill themselves because they never was happy. They never dealt with that thing. I promise you. I'm not saying I don't want to be millionaire, billionaire, whatever the case is. But if I had to choose in my life right now to have happiness in my marriage and be healthy in my relationship, not only with my wife, my, but with God and my children, I will pick that every day, all day over everything. Yeah. Period. All day, every day over everything. Because if you're not sane, if you're not healthy in your mind and in your heart, if you're not healthy with relationships, if you're holding a bunch of non-forgiveness and trauma in your, I'm telling you, you can try to bury it all you want to. It will not stay there. It's going to grow. It's going to outgrow yeah. whatever. Yeah. And I promise you, as soon as they see that little crack, it's going to show up in your life. And I'm telling you, it's going to be in all areas of your life. And then you'll be wondering why you acting like you acting and you it's just, I'm telling you, it's there. And as I say all the time, you don't deal with your ish, your ish going to come back and deal with you. Um, let me say this. Um, um, let me squeeze this part into it. And you may have something um, that you want to say about this. Um, it says, unfortunately, male bashing in our culture makes it too easy to forget about the importance of masculine leadership altogether. And we're saying this because we don't want y'all to think that, 
you know, everything, of course, lies on, you know, the man. And it's it's him, 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 um, because that's what it, it can turn into, especially when you're talking about submission. Um, if you're looking at it pro- from a perspective of the man not being fully aware of who he is and then, you know, not able have not even knowing, you know, the importance of submitting to God or there's no relationship there. Um, but it says uh, we can't swing so far one way trying to avoid male domination that we go to the other extreme and strip husbands of their authority. Um, Leadership doesn't give a husband the right to rob his wife of being a unique individual. He doesn't get to disregard or mark her opinions and feelings, and he should never misuse leadership to get his own way. Again, what we talked about at the beginning, using that to, to, for your own agenda. You know, yeah. um, to build your ego off of no, build your pride, off of no pride agenda, because yeah. you don't know. Yeah, well, right. And instead of admitting that, you use it to try to cover up what you don't know. Period. Um, again, a, a husband must love and cherish his wife to die for her if necessary, even as Christ loved the church. He should include her in important decisions. Um, and consider her perspectives carefully and respectfully day by day. He should become increasingly sensitive to leading with love because he truly, he ultimately answers to God for the way he treats his wife. Hmm. That's a tall order. And to be honest, it, it, you know, we, we as women, we as wives are responsible for how we treat our husbands as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and instead of building building him up, tearing him down, and there were many opportunities that I could have, especially as a young wife, um, chosen to say things to you, or I'm yeah, I'm sure that I did that weren't always the best at all times. But at the end of the day, I think about you know the times that we were at odds with with one another, and even then, it wasn't my goal to kill you with my words. Yeah. You know, um, it was always my goal to lift you up. And so I can say from that we were at a point where I wasn't trusting your leadership and stuff like that. So that's for, I guess, the women who may be at that point. You know, if you are if you have, you know, entered into a marriage and you know that the husband that your husband now is using submission as a, a way to 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 to, you know, gain authority over you or just whatever that is, then y'all got some issues. And for us, like I said, we had to kind of grow our way through it. And the more we matured in our, you know, relationship with Christ, the more we were were able to mimic what the Bible says about marriage, if you will. Um, have we got it down, Pat? Absolutely not. We We strive every day. To do better, to be better, that's individually as well as in a marriage. Um, but I do know that, you know, I'm, you know, you have to to, to deal with all that. You're going to have to deal with it. And like you, like Johnny said, getting healed and asking God to heal your heart. And even if it takes, because we believe in God and we believe in therapy as well. Um, if you have to go and, and find, you know, find seek you out a Christian counselor. And that's for a man and a woman because... Even though we've spoken more from a perspective of a man not, you know, um, strongly leading his family and being submitted to God, there are some wives who have men that are submitted to God, and they're not being 
submitted wives. Because of their past. Because, right, because of stuff that they've dealt with. I don't see my mama. Say, or should I say, haven't dealt with. Yeah, I don't see my mom and my daddy. Right. And it's not, I'm not, no way I'm going to end up like right. that. Right. Or she just being stubborn because of immaturity. And she want what she want when she wanted and how she wanted. And that's going to probably end in him leaving you where you at and finding a woman who will appreciate him and to respect him and love him and support him and build with him. And then you're going to be on the sidelines because you, now you bitter. But it works both ways. It works both ways. And so, you know, if you aren't connected to a good biblical, you know, Bible teaching, you know, ministry um, that can teach you what the word says about marriage and submission and all those things. And like I said, it, it is a very, very broad topic, but, um, you know, there's a lot of thing that goes in into this and, you know, she even talked about, you know, just women being just afraid of being vulnerable, afraid of that. He going, you know, I submit to him and he just going, you know, leave me or do me wrong and all these things or whatever. Yeah. But that, 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 the stuff like that, y'all, I feel like this, you, you, your husband, yeah, your, your husband, you know, needs to have a relationship, a true relationship, a true vertical relationship with Christ. But then you need to make sure that you, you have your own as well. And that y'all are praying together and y'all, you know, icing on the cake is y'all worshiping together as well. And like seeking God for the best outcome for your relationship. And he is not going to steer you wrong. Do we miss it sometimes? Absolutely. We miss it sometimes, but you know, that's where grace and mercy comes in. And you know, we, again, every day, we, every day we intentionally put each other, we intentionally put each other where, where we need to put each other at. We're intentionally thinking about each other. God is first for us. God is before Johnny. He for him, God is before me. And then we're gonna make sure that we're good ourselves. Cause how can I be, you know, good for to be his wife and and all these things, but you know, I'm I'm not making sure that I'm good. And so we do it, we do it and we do it intentionally. And so if I had the choice to be, you know, if you know, for some reason it said, okay, well pick what do you want to be a submissive wife submissive wife or do you want to be um a non-submissive wife? Submissive all day. Because then I'm in line with what the Lord wants this marriage to look like. And I reap the benefits as well. Yeah. Period. All day, every day, I'm choosing it because I want it. And I, this was something I never forget. I always used to say this to my girls. I remember we used to be driving through Paradise Park and used to be having conversations. We was in the minivan, I do believe. And I literally can picture this, me driving and just saying to them, like, a lot of people will say, you know, and get you know, swallowed it up in the world's aspect and views of marriages and relationships and all these things. But I'm telling you, I'm, I, I didn't expect them to be perfect. I never expected them to be perfect because, you know, none of us are. But I said, when you try to, to have a relationship the way the Lord lays it out, it's so much easier. It's, he, you can't help but be blessed when you, when you try to do it the way that he has fashioned for, for marriage to be because he lays it out in his word. Yeah. 
And again, we're not going to all we're not going to be perfect and we're never going to be perfect and we're never going to get everything right all the time. But the more that you strive, I would tell him, like, strive to have, you know, you know, good, healthy relationships and, you know, pray about who you the Lord is going to send for you and and, you know, and try to to to, like I said, mimic what the Bible says about it, because we would see um, I remember us having conversations about guys who would, you know, be sleeping with different women and having babies from different women, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. then you got all these soul ties and then you got all these baby mamas and then y'all can't have stand each other or whatever. And I that I remember that conversation so vividly. And so, you know, we just trying to give y'all what we learned. Again, we're never on here to say that we got everything right from day one and we perfect and we've arrived. It ain't never that. It's just giving we y'all what we have and what we've done and what we've experienced. But as well as, you know, people coming and asking because they don't know. Do you know what an honor and a privilege that is for me, Johnny? That somebody thinks enough of me and the because of the light that I've shown to say, I know you and your husband got a podcast. I've listened to it. You know, I see, you know, we've talked about different things before. I see how, you know, your husband treated you that day when he came and it was raining and he had on all white and he got out of the truck when it was literally pouring, not simple rain. It was pouring and he got out of the truck and opened the umbrella and came in and waited for you and walked you out and made sure you got in the truck and you weren't wet. Like people all day, every day, y'all people, they do. People going to see what you're doing. They, and it's you can our see, it, Right. It ain't a show. It ain't something we do to put on to get points or ratings or likes or loves. This is our life. And so because because the, 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 the testimonies that we have in our marriages, because of the things that we've endured, because of the storms that the Lord brought us through, we're able to share them with other couples before marriage, after marriage, during marriage, while they going through, while they loving each other, while they not like liking each other, while they, you know, fussing and tussling and all those kind of things, just trying to lead them back to Christ and let God do a new thing in their relationship. And so, okay, I that's was where gonna, we are. I was going to read sorry. something, but she she went I'm off sorry. on a little, little, I'm sorry. little, you ain't got to apologize. Baby. Yeah. You, you was in your, you was in a, a little lane. Um, the husband's appreciation of biblical submission. So if the husband has a relationship with God and he's moving in the right direction, he's focused and he's being led by Christ. It says for a husband, when his wife demonstrates a heart of submission in a marriage, she is a pleasure to be around. The husband finds as appreciation and um, admiration, admiration, Mm -hmm. Jesus for her because she is one who he can trust. Yeah. As a result, he can f- feel at peace and contentment. That's not contentment. He can feel at peace and contented. Okay. He can feel at peace and contented. Mm-hmm. Yeah, contented. And contented. Yeah. All right. He can trust her. With his deepest desires and fears, because he is not afraid of her scorning him, uncovering com- him, competing, yep, competing with him or rejecting him. Mm-hmm. He can relax with her because he knows 
that even when he makes mistakes, she will be working with him to help him put them right. Yeah. And a, and a husband has to understand that that's what your helpmate is for. Yeah. It's not for you to bring everything to her and it be perfect. It's for you to bring it to her and to have a, a helper to help you figure out the right decision and the right direction mm-hmm. that y'all should go. So a husband has to be very much, um, is it transparent? Vulnerable as well. Vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Vulnerable. That's the word I'm looking for. See, I want to get all kind of treats. The husband can feel secure in himself that she will be working to minimize the consequences of his mistake rather than trying to prove a point or reject him in some way. A man whose wife truly understands and practices biblical submission acquires a greater sense of self-respect. I'm going to read that again. A man whose wife truly understands and practices biblical submission acquires a greater sense of self-respect. He knows she respects him as a husband who accepts his responsibility as a leader in the home. Mm -hmm. Didn't say boss. It said as a leader, he accepts his responsibility as a leader in the home. He has confidence that she respects him and she is in no way trying to belittle him. So, I felt that I needed to read that because it it it's it kind of go hand in hand and what a woman of, submission yeah. and yeah, yeah. what a man it goes into the intimate feelings emotions of what a man mm-hmm. at the end of the day a man don't want to feel stupid disrespected right. belittled yeah talked about anything especially with somebody who has. Who had who knows all of his flaws? Yeah, who's in covenant? Who took a covenant? Yeah, so <laughs> under God. And what I mean by that is, my wife know all of my flaws. At, at thirty six years being together, she knows all of my flaws. It's, it's not she knows the old flaws. She knows the new flaws. She knows what I can and can't do today. So it's not like. It's not like this stuff evolves as you grow older and your journey and your and and growing older, moving forward. So all this stuff evolves. So it changes. And the person that's with you and that's in your circle is the one who knows all these things. So the last thing I want is for my wife to know all this stuff. And then if or when I make a mistake, she just pull up all that stuff and then. You know, Use shoot me down. With it. Yeah, that's yeah. not what it's for. Yeah, that's that's it's. She knows all that stuff to 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 protect me. She knows if I'm a little flawed in this area, and she is not, th- then I have to submit to that part of her because I'm not good in this area. She is, so go ahead. You know, so it's it's a submission in both and ways. That's how we move. Though. Yeah. yeah, I'm not I'm not trying to be great at everything because I'm not. I, I'm good at a lot of things and I'm great at a lot of things. But some of the stuff that we need to actually happen and move us forward is some of the stuff that I need you to move in on. So I need you to talk. I need you to suggestions. I need we need to have conversations so we can move in the right direction. So we both know the entire plan yeah. and how we moving forward. Yeah. So, and, and, and like I said before, 
when this happens in an unhealthy way, then this is what the enemy uses. The enemy does not want to do nothing but divide you. He don't care how he do it or who he used to do it. So if he can use you and what you thinking you're doing biblical stuff by a man dictating and moving, and you don't need to know all that, just move when I say move, mm -hmm. then yeah, you you finna you leaving the gate open. You leaving the gate. I need my wife when I tell you back to back. I need her. When I move, I need you. But if I'm not sharing nothing with her or the plan, then if I decide to make a U-turn or spin around or quick left or quick right, she ain't going to know nothing. So guess what? If I make a quick left and she don't know I made a quick left, regardless of how fast she can recover, it's still going to leave a gap. Yeah. So if I do that a million times throughout our lifetime and that gap gets bigger and bigger. And at some point in time, she will be tired because recovering takes a lot more energy than actually Keeping knowing up. the entire plan yeah. and moving. Yeah. So when we make six steps forward, if she know on the seventh step, we're making a left, we're making a left. We're together. We're a team. But if she don't know that, it's a lot. When it comes to a lot of recovering, and then what you got to understand, that that mess with your psyche, too. So if I'm making decisions and I'm doing all this stuff and she don't know it, at some point in time, she could be like, you know, if she don't have the self-esteem, she'll be like, well, what he need me for? Why? You know, I ain't finna, to Bobby at my job. I ain't finna help he him. Need. What he doing? I'm, I'm finna get off this because this, <laughs> it's, this a a, it's, a it. it's a lot that comes with this. It's a lot that comes with this. Any questions y'all have, yeah. please send them to On Submission, Women's Wife Submission. Or anything else. Anything else. Send them to www.momentswiththemobiles.com or you can send them to our, our email, momentswiththemobiles at gmail.com. We go get that changed at some point in we time. We are. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just want to check and see. Um, so please visit us. See, Y'all can look at us on any... Um, you about to mess it up. I already Social did media now. platform, what Deidre say. Go back to the beginning. She gave you all Moments the information. Yeah. has all the information that you'll need to connect with us. We appreciate y'all. Thank y'all. Um, thank y'all for listening to us. Firesiders, <laughs> we gonna get it right. I, I promise you. We just got. I'm. I'm gonna get on a. Well, we finally got it figured out to to turn yeah. off the the uh, rotation. Yeah, but it, it's the something different rotation. every time. Cause last week. <laughs> I was working on it and the people was looking at me flipping and flipping and then Jameson came and did the, the well, touch of grace and then it just turned well, and then the, he walked out like, you know. Well, Holy Spirit, like, like y'all should have known this about this, uh, but the Holy Spirit gave him unction to yeah. say, what, what about this little rotation thing or whatever? And then so, I looked it up and then we got it. So we bless the Lord for it. We appreciate everybody. So oh, yeah. we, we finna be out. We went a little long today, but I think it was well worth it. A lot of meat. Yeah. Excuse um, the technical team technical difficulties but we smoothed that out and we appreciate y'all sticking with us um this has been some good stuff and i'm yeah. I'm still gonna have to go back and finish answering these well writing them down and let to them, give them to let my, them women know if I they am. want a, a, a man in it to talk about it <laughs> that jameson meadows will be free to oh. do that <laughs> Boss ministry, straight boss ministry. No, I'm say, if they, well, if I they already do let need... her know because she asked about a male perspective, and I said, "Well, it's funny that yeah. you asked about that because I hubby, can do that." Hubby and I had a little pillow talk about this last. This whole, I can do that. This whole situation last I'll be, night. I love to be a part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love so, to be a part of it. Um, we're gonna let y'all know when that happens because um, we're excited about doing it, y'all. We just trying to we 
we've um, we've gotten better from the things that we've learned in our marriage, and we want y'all to as well. I'm fin. Don't do not rub my arm and act like me tonight. Don't rub my arm. Thank y'all. We finished for supporting. This has been Moments with the Mobleys. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. I'm still his wife. Deidre. I'm about to say, what's your name? Because then nobody know your name. They know my name. Finish the rest of it. We're going to start over. Okay. Thank y'all for tuning in. This has been Moments with the Mobleys. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. I'm his wife, Deidre. And we're something like an ordinary couple. <laughs> with extraordinary purpose. Peace out, y'all. Night, night. <laughs>